Hey everyone, welcome back to the Jamie Star Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode. So my guest today is an up-and-coming rising actress. My guest today is Kara Rose DiPietro. Have you always loved Grease? Um, but it's a really fun show to be in. Like, you know those shows that are really fun to do over and over and over again? Is it like the most artistically fulfilling? No. No. But it's so fun. It is. I mean, you can't do it without smiling. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's just, uh, the movie, too, is also, uh, has my mm-hmm. heart. Also, whoever owns the rights to it is, like, the smartest person I've ever met. Because the way that, like, Grease works when you buy the rights to it, to do it, it doesn't come with, like, hopelessly devoted to you or Danny songs or anything. You have to buy them separately. So whoever's doing Grease, I'm sure, is making so much money because you can't do the show without those songs. Right. And it goes for most of the songs in the show you have to, like, purchase separately. It's so funny. That's weird, but kind of cool. Super weird, which is why when you see it sometimes, it's a little different each time. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. I've only seen, have I seen it done? I don't, I don't know, I don't. can't remember if I've seen it, like, done, but I've seen the movie a million and five times. Was Jan, or is Jan your favorite pink lady? Oh, no, my favorite pink lady is for sure Frenchie. Yeah. I love her. It's Frenchie or Marty are my two favorites. Mm-hmm. I like Marty's songs the best, and I like Frenchie's, like, track the best, I think. Yeah, I love French. I mean, she just gets to sit there during beauty school dropout and just be like, ah. I know. What a princess track. <laughs> it's a gr- I love that number in that show. What did you love most about being in a show like Grease? Gosh, um, well, Grease was the show that we did for the longest amount of time um, when I did it. We did it for three weeks, um, and... I'm trying to think. I mean, it was such a classic. I think the the coolest part was, like, when people would come dressed up, you know, in, like, different costumes, dressed like the pink ladies. Like, that was a lot of fun being in a show that was that iconic. So, like, people really knew. Um, And it was such a fun, like, experience to kind of, like, live out again with them. Yeah. Yeah, you're, like, you're bringing the 70s back for two and a half hours. Uh So, Annie. There's so many different versions, so many different, just, you know how it is. What version were you raised on? The I was raised on, like, the Broadway version. So, like, the OG Broadway version. Because both of my parents were in theater. So, like, when we grew up on cast albums, like, we grew up on cast albums. And I think I remember seeing the tour when it came through. Yeah, because I remember we had that Christmas ornament for so long. Um but yeah, that was the one I was raised on. Of course, I saw the movie as well, but like the OG Broadway production was the one that I knew. Oh, from like way back in the day. Mm-hmm. Was singing the big star to be number like a lot of fun? Because I remember watching Mackenzie Kurtz do it on Annie Live and it looked like it was a blast. Yeah, so I actually never got to do Annie. So um, so there was a summer before COVID started. I was supposed to play the star to be in Annie. Um, and that was the summer that she shut down. So that was one of the roles I never got to play, which was so sad because that is so iconic. Like, I was like, oh, God, like, that would have been, um, I was, my friends and I were, like, brainstorming, like, oh, what would be a fun cabaret idea? And I was like, oh, roles we lost to COVID would be really funny. And I would, I was like, and I would just sing the start of East Nippet. That's it. Like, I would not sing a piece. I would probably just sing that. Oh, I love that. Because that was, like, really sad. Yeah, there were a bunch of shows. We should still leave the that summer, an original production, Jesus Christ Superstar. 
but yeah, Annie was one of the, Annie was one of the shows that we lost to COVID. Um, but that would have been a fun one. That would have been a fun one. Yeah. Cause like, especially like living in New York and singing the Star to Be song, it like you must mm-hmm. feel like Star to Be when you're getting yeah. to New York for the first time. Like, I got a college, I'm in New York. It's so funny. Like, you're, it's like the perfect song to like kick off sort of your career per se. Yeah. In uh, what do you know what I mean? Yes. So. D- when you were doing like the legally blonde like preparation stuff like before COVID hit, did you do it? Did you do it a second time? Because on your resume you did it said legally blonde, so was that the same legally blonde you lost because of COVID? Yes. So when so before that, and let's say the show was going to happen, was Legally Blonde one of your favorite musicals? Oh, for sure. And I was supposed to play Margo in that production too, which was like a role I'd be like, oh, like, that's on my list of something I'd love to do, just because it's such a fun ensemble show. Like, there are a whole slew of shows. I'm like, I would do that show over and over and over again if I could be the ensemble every time, because it's just so fun. And I think Legally Blonde is one of them. It's really fun. It's super high energy. The music is awesome. Um, And I know, like, I know in my heart, like, I will definitely do that show again one day. Who knows when? Who knows where? Mm -hmm. Um, But that would have been a really fun one. Yeah. Yeah, it gets done a lot in, like, regional theaters and stuff. Mm-hmm. It, it does really well. It's kind of like Grease in that sense that it's, the film was so iconic that a lot of people know it. Mm-hmm. Oh, 100%. My high school did it my senior year of high school. <gasps> nice. I wasn't in it, but I did see it. Oh, I'm so jealous. I was, I was not expecting there right there to happen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> At all. Because it was a high school production. So I'm like, okay, this we'll see how this goes. And they actually full-on did, like, a full, like... Something you would not expect to happen at a high school is what happened. Oh, I love it. And I was dying. I thought it was so I love funny. It. Mind you, the girl, one of the guys' is girlfriends, the, one of the guys in that number's girlfriends, was sitting right there when he was talking about being in love with another guy. Oh, perfect. It was so funny. We love that. We love that. It was, it was hilarious. Did, oh my God, or has, oh my God, you guys, get, has it gotten stuck in your head before? Oh gosh, I'm sure. I mean, especially now with the day of TikTok, I feel like I only ever hear that song. It's everywhere. Oh, yeah. Laura Bell Bundy told me she can't hear it anymore. I don't blame her. I don't blame her. I don't know if I would. If I was Laura Bell Bundy, I'd probably feel the same way. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, like that song. I mean, it's so catchy, too. I know. It is one of those songs that, like, once it's stuck in your head, you're done for. Mm-hmm. Do you like to watch, or did you, or I don't know how to, I don't know how to phrase this. Do you like to watch, like, let's say you're doing a show based on a movie. Do you like watching the movies at any point during either the rehearsal process, the audition process, or like while the show is like, you're in like mid-show, like in an afternoon before a show, like, do you like watching the movies? Yeah. So I know for Little Women, I watched it before I, we started rehearsals because I had read the book before, but it had been a long time. Um, I've, I typically will watch it before we start rehearsals. A lot of times if I'm auditioning for something, I will be more apt to watch, like, the stage adaptation if there's, like, a clip of it. Just, like, clips and bits and pieces of whatever character I'm submitting for. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I'll almost if there's a movie, I will almost always watch it. Actually, I will always watch it. Um, before rehearsal starts, just, just to, I don't know, get the gist. It's also really nice to see what other people bring to a role if you're playing a certain character, you know, like, what is 
Amy Adams bring to Brenda? What does, um, oh my gosh, totally blanking on her name, Florence Pugh bring to um, uh, Amy, you know? Yeah. It's going to be different regardless. So I always really like watching as many adaptations as I can because I think it gives a bit more of a well-rounded view to be like, okay, like how, how have other people explored this character before? And yeah. And it helps me to be like, okay, how am I going to explore this character? It like, it like gives you inspiration. Like, although you're told to like, interpret, like interpret yourself into the character, you still want to look at like what other people done. Cause maybe it'll give you ideas for yours. Mm-hmm. It gives you a nice starting point. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Out of all of the regional shows that you've done, which one would you, or ones do you want to do again? Oh gosh. Well, catch me if you can is one of those shows that like, if I could do over and over again, I would. Um, and it's the show, it's the only show I've done professionally twice. Like I, it's the only repeat show I've done. Um, and the first time I played Brenda and was in the ensemble for the first part of the show. And then the second time I was in the ensemble for the entirety of the show and understudy Brenda. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's, it's such a fun show. I love it. And the second time I got to do it, it was actually a different version um, because we got to work with um, the team of writers and we were able to combine and take bits and pieces from all of the different scripts that uh-huh. were in existence. So like the out of town tryouts and the Chicago preview, um, cool. which was really cool because I love the licensed version of catch me if you can, but this version that we were able to do at arena in DC was very cool and very That's well thought so out. Cool. And it, was so ex- it brought out a lot of depth to characters that wasn't there in the licensed version. So that's a show I would do over and over again. That and Little Women yeah. are, are shows that I feel like I could do for the rest of my life. Wait, did you say you did uh, Catch Me If You Can in an arena? It's called, it was called Arena Stage. Oh, yeah. I thought you said like in an arena. I'm like, wait, how yeah. does that work? Yeah, so we did it in the round. Um, so that was really, so it was really fascinating. Was that, how, was that like, bring, like, was like the stage energy different, like, from like as an actor you're probably used to like being on like a you know like a stereotypical stage but this was like in the round so was it so different to like get acclimated it was rehearsals for the first week were really hard and part of the reason why it was really hard was because we would learn choreography facing the mirror and then we would have to figure out what how that choreography worked based on where our front was so like where we were facing so that was very difficult once we got the hang of it like once I got the hang of it I was like, okay I now I know what I'm doing I know the next time I perform in the round I'll be like okay now I know what I'm doing but it was really tricky at first because it's so counterintuitive but I really enjoyed it it was really fun it allowed for a lot of different um how do I say this? It allowed for like so many different like things and options as far as blocking and choreography went. Mm-hmm. Um, because truly, um, everyone was looking at you from every angle, which was really cool when they talking to the costume designers, because they were like, we designed for our theater in the round, which means they're very close to you and they can see every part of you. So yeah. like our costumes, the attention to detail was insane because it had to be, mm-hmm. um, so it was it was really really fascinating and it was a cool theater and it was cool that you got no matter where you were you could you were playing to someone oh that's cool Um, yeah but it definitely was tricky at first did you ever get to see a show in the round like once on this island or oklahoma or any of those i saw i saw once on this island when it was um on broadway it was amazing what an incredible production that was what else have i seen in the round i definitely have we at college often performed in like a three-quarter thrust so there would be like uh we would have 
to either side of us, we would have people, and then to the front of us, we would have people. The only place we wouldn't have is behind. Mm-hmm. We also did little women in a three-quarter thrust. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a little bit more common, I found, because it allows for, like, more creative spaces or whatnot. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, I don't know the last time I performed a musical on a stage that, like, wasn't at least in a three-quarter, which is so funny. Yeah. That's not very normal. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, especially I remember seeing some video of ones on this island and, like, people's feet were, like, in the sand. Oh, yeah, you were there. That was the same with Arena. You were up close and personal. Yeah, it's like, oh, no personal. Hello. No, yeah, it's very intimate. Yeah. What was the first Broadway show you ever saw? It was The Lion King. Aww. I was very young and I was, we were very lucky growing up. My mom is from New Jersey. So my grandfather, who still lives there, and my grandmother, have literally lived in the same house forever. Like, mm-hmm. um, So whenever we would want to go to New York, we would stop at their house and stay there and take like a 30-minute car ride or train ride into the city. And my grandparents loved theater, and so they exposed us to it from a very young age. Um, so I don't remember The Lion King at all because I was that young. But, I mean, it exposed me to theater at such a young age. Yeah. We saw that. We saw Beauty and the Beast. Oh, I wish I could have seen that. In the early 2000s. I wish I remembered it. Um, Mary Poppins. Like, oh, we I would have so, died to see that. We were so, so lucky um, that we got to experience just so much theater. It was incredible. Yeah. yeah. Did you grow up, like, seeing national tours also? Or did you really only yeah. go to Broadway when you would go to see your grandparents? Yeah, so I'm originally from Boston, so a lot of national tours often come through our theaters. We have a bunch of different, like the Wang Center, and there's also one in Providence, which is right by where I live, mm-hmm. and a lot of tours would stop through there. So, like, we would always see shows. We would see Les Mis, or we would see, I remember, we saw, what did we see? We, see, we saw Les Mis once, The Lion King. Really, if it came through Boston, a lot of times we would see it. That's like um, me in Detroit. I'm in Detroit right now, and I... <laughs> Yes, it's perfect. Like every- it's so convenient. Um, so yeah, we did go see a lot of those. Yeah, I've de- I'm kind of the- I've seen definitely seen more. I don't live as close to New York as you did. Right, we were we were so lucky that it was a four hour drive. You know, it was nothing. Yeah, it would be like I'd be if I were you, I'd be so eager to just get my butt to the city to go see a show. What are some of your favorite musicals? Into the Woods is one of my favorites. Oh, I love, it. I love Into the Woods. Me too. That one's very special. Um, Little Women has always been one of my favorite musicals for a long time. I remember falling in love with the music when I was in middle school. And I didn't really know the show or the story until I saw my friend do it. I was like, wow, this is really beautiful. I'm trying to think. Um, I love Fiddler on the Roof, which is so funny because my boyfriend was just in that national tour. And I, like adore it i wrote a whole report on it in college i love it i think it's beautiful i did it in high school um i oh, what was the show i was just about to say what was it oh parade, I Ooh, parade. i've never I seen parade parade is one of the smartest shows i've ever seen i did a we did like a a huge report on it in college where we essentially analyzed the entire script and the entire score of the whole show. So like our report was well over 600 pages. Wow. And that was after cutting it down. Um, And I knew nothing about the show going in. I just knew some of the music. I mean, it's Jason Robert Brown. So the music is obviously beautiful, but 
after like analyzing the show, it's, I mean, it's brilliant. The yeah, you look at it sort of in like in a different but better like. It's brilliant. What film would you like to see a stage adaption of someday? Oh. Oh my god, that's such a good question. And it doesn't have to be a musical. The movie doesn't we have to recently, be a musical. We were recently talking about this with a friend. Like, there are a lot of rom-coms that make for very good musicals. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I was, there's, I have a friend who um, is um, in the process or has written, I guess, a musical based on a rom-com that I was lucky enough to help out with. Um, a couple weeks ago. Oh, that's so cool. And it, like, it's so true. You're like, wow, these stories really make for good musicals. But, oh my gosh, I'm trying to think of, like, a good... Come back to me on this. I, I want to think about this. Yeah, because I was thinking about this, and, like, a lot of good films have already been like musicals like pretty woman has already been a musical mrs doubtfire which is amazing by the way is uh already a musical like i don't know maybe like i don't know, I don't know like burlesque or like i don't yeah. know i don't know spark or, really or sparkle that jordan sparks and whitney houston movie have you ever seen that movie i haven't but i know the movie you're talking about gosh i have no idea yeah, come back to me. I'm going to keep thinking about this one. Yeah. Do you like jukebox musicals? I do. Me too. Do. Me I too. Think, I think, and I think they're hard to do sometimes. Um, but like some, I mean, Jagged Little Pill, fantastic. I mean, it's an incredible show. And that's a jukebox musical. And I think there are like two kinds of jukebox musicals. There's like a true, like a, like a Jersey Boys-esque jukebox musical. And then, like, Jagged Little Pill. Like, right. there's two different kinds. Yeah. And I think they're both really fun to be in. But I think some of the best jukebox musicals are the ones that are able to take songs and put them into the context of their own story. I think yeah. that's so difficult. And I think it's... Like Mamma Mia. Mm-hmm. And, like, I'm very excited to see, like, A Beautiful Noise. That's the Neil Diamond one. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm very excited to see that. Um, yeah. What musical have you seen the most? Oh, gosh. Oh, Miz. I could never see another production of Miz again, and I would be totally fine. Like, when I was growing up in, like, high school and elementary school, like, every local theater group did Miz. I always saw it, because I always had friends in it, and my dad did Miz when I was in high school. I saw that. I saw the tours, and I, oh, my, I saw it on Broadway. You're good on Miz. I'm good on Lainez, which is because I've never been in it. No more dream of like, dreaming or hearing the people sing or being on your own for you. I'm not over it. I'm like, okay, I've had enough of Lainez. I've probably seen it like well over eight times, which oh, is wow. way too many times. Yeah, I feel like that's a lot for Lainez, which is such a sad yes, story. so much. So that's a much. lot for Lainez. And for people who love it and see it over and over again, I'm like, the show is so sad. I know. And like, it's a beautiful show. And yeah. It's a fantastic show. I've just seen it so many times, and I'm I'm good. You're good. Sad. Yeah. Are you a fan of animated movies? Yes. Me too. They always they they're always a good pick me up smile. Yeah. Kind of thing. Growing up, were you more of a Disney kid or a Nickelodeon kid? Oh, we were a little bit of both. So like we, yeah, we were a little bit of both. We watched both, like, we were both, watched both TV channels. Um, 
obviously the Disney movies were a bit more popular in our house because there weren't many Nickelodeon ones. Yeah. But we kind of split our time between the two. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. iCarly, Victorious, Good Luck Charlie, oh, Hannah Montana. For sure. Like that, and then Cody. Uh, Those were the children. Children of today will never understand how great we had it. They won't. They really. I think about all the time. I'm like, gosh, what a time! What a time for TV. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mhm. Would you ever want to go on tour? Yes. Yeah. I mean, um, especially in the last couple months, I've submitted for a lot of tours. I think it'd be so cool. You know, what a great opportunity to like explore the world and the country I mean explore the country and sometimes the world yeah my boyfriend was just on the national tour feather on the roof and he spent like nine months touring and he had never been west of Mississippi so he was so excited and saw so many places that he may not have ever gone to in his life Mm -hmm. um and I think it's such a cool experience I would love to go on a tour I go on a tour in a heartbeat yeah and what is a fun fact that not a lot of people know about you I love to knit Ooh. I'm a big knitter, and like I'm, I'm like I've knit for my entire like most of my life. So like, it's my like very random niche thing that I'm very good at mm-hmm. is like, and like it's which is so bizarre, right? And I feel like everybody kind of has that one thing, that one random thing. But not many people know it about me because I just kind of do it at home. Yeah, just like um, I sit at home and be chill. But kind of like thing. if you if you ever see me wearing a hat. Like a knit hat. Like a beanie? I would say nine times out of ten, I made it. That's so cool. Like, yeah, I, I love it. I think it's so fun. And that... it's such a great way to relax. Oh, yeah. That's so cool. Once again, I've been speaking with actress Kara Rose DiPietro. I will see you all on my next episode where I'm chatting with model and social media influencer Lindy V.